With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All he has to do is win a championship with us, and Chris Kelly will be the LeBron James of the Ottawa Senators. So Chris Kelly leaves the fold, wins a cup with Boston, comes back home, does it again with his hometown franchise. Uh, yeah, he is our LeBron. I never thought about it that way. United in red. Remember Todd White. Where did Eric Carlson eat last night? It doesn't matter if you ask. It's the Chad and Luke Podcast. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 90 of the Chet Sellers and Luke Peristi podcast. I'm Luke, and I'm joined as always by the man who, inspired by Chris Kelly's return to Ottawa, will announce his imminent return to the Montreal Expo's blog that spawned him. It's Chet Sellers. <laughs> How you doing, man? Pleasure to be here. I am Love the doing show. quite well. Yeah, hey, I've got good news for you. You're on the show. Fantastic. <laughs> Episode 90. Yes. And how are you doing? I'm doing quite well. It's difficult to get that silent H in there, because otherwise <laughs> it sounds like it's episode 90, and what, we haven't been on the air for quite that long yet. What is the consonant equivalent of a diphthong? Because that's what 90 is. Yeah, I know. You really <laughs> want to lean into that one, right? Yeah. Shane, <laughs> remember, uh, Stuntman Stu really given her in the goal introduction. Goal scored by number 34, Shane... <laughs> 90. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just thought he had a sinus infection. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Gotta so how are you doing, man? I feel like we haven't, uh, we haven't chatted in a while. We have not. And let me tell you, things have gone down since that time. I'll tell you something I'm not over yet, because this is important to us all, really. Eric Carlson was robbed. Uh, well, I, I saw he got his car towed last night. Is that what you were talking about? No, municipal BS aside, Eric Carlson was robbed both metaphorically and literally because he did not win the Norris Trophy. Oh, yes, I remember that. That happened. That feels like it happened a long time ago, but it's only been a couple of weeks with all these uh, goings on. The wound is still fresh to me. I mean, I think we could all see it coming. The media, the sports media had kind of been telegraphing that this had been Drew Doughty's year, even though Drew Doughty is both a scumbag worse than Eric Carlson and also <laughs> like didn't have a very good year. Uh, well, congratulations to Drew Doughty anyway, and congratulations <laughs> to Pierre Lebrun. I believe there were five ballots without Eric Carlson on them, because I think uh, a couple years ago, Eric Carlson won the Norris on the strength of like second place votes. And people were getting wise to that. It's like, well, we can't have that happening again. That wouldn't be fair. You know what? what, though? And this is a good thing. Eric Carlson is now in the stage of his career where he's not only a candidate for the Norris Trophy, but he is the player that people have to decide why they're not giving him the Norris Trophy this year, which is like a level even above Norris Trophy winner, right? Yeah, Where it's like presumptive Norris Trophy winner that writers have to come up with some narrative as to why they're not going to give it to him this year, right? Which is mm -hmm. the kind of um, stratosphere reserved for people like Barry Bonds. <laughs> LeBron James was obviously the MVP every year. And, you know, 
any if so long as you have awards that are voted on by writers, it's going to be boring to give it to the same guy every year. There's going to be a narrative. There's going to be a Drew Doughty. But the one thing it does tell you is that Eric Carlson is far and away the best defenseman in hockey. And the writers just think that's kind of boring, <laughs> which is why he's not going to win the Norris Trophy every and, year. And if that's true, I have to tell them to watch the games, to be honest, because <laughs> that guy is electrifying. But you know what? As easy, I think this is great because not only does it convince me that Eric Carlson is is the best defenseman in hockey, regardless of how many Norrises he wins, like he's post Norris at this mm-hmm. point, but he's also, you know, as easygoing and la 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 as Eric Carlson is, it is great to know that now he, you know, like every other, you know, accomplished athlete he is driven by rage and competitiveness right and even though he's like oh you know i got to go to vegas i didn't win the norris it's fine you know we'll get him next year this is going to be the slight that fuels his tiny sparrow body to 100 points next season in an effort to convince writers how wrong they got it this year so i'm I'm looking forward to that i'm glad eric carlson didn't win the norris trophy and congratulations drew Doughty, on your last norris trophy eric carlson's gonna be like pointing at Pierre Lebrun in the press box whenever he, <laughs> he's gonna have like a seven point night. Oh, I can't wait. He's gonna, like, he's gonna be ask Pierre if I was good tonight. I can't wait. But it is it has been a rough go for Eric Carlson the last little while because he lost the Norris and last night he got his car towed. Do you see him around town? Respectfully ask him if he needs a hug. He's had a little bit of a rough go. Eric Carlson needs some love from the Ottawa community right now. So. Yeah. Treat yeah. Eric Carlson the way uh, you would like Eric Carlson to treat you. Exactly. Because let's face it, when you have an all-world talent, a number one defenseman, a Norris-winning defenseman, you really want to make sure that you do everything you can to keep someone like that in your great city. I agree. Can you imagine if there was someone like Eric Carlson, worse than Eric Carlson, of course, but someone like Eric Carlson in a different city another great defenseman traded somewhere else. Can you imagine such a thing occurring? One thing I do love is that even if Eric Carlson is maybe not in some senses what some people think of as a traditional blue collar, big body, you know, immovable defense first defenseman, even if he's not that guy, what I do love about the senators and and our city and our fans is that, you know, we've still recognized the unique and irreplaceable talent that he has. We understand that sometimes the best defense is offense and we have not done anything to try to negate or reduce or shun the brilliance that he puts on display night after night by sort Sort of, you know, saying, well, yeah, but this doesn't really fit into what a defenseman should be. We've said that guy is a generational talent and we're going to do everything we can to support him. And I can't imagine what it would be like to be a fan of a team or, you know, be a writer for a team where you were saying, you know what? I don't want that kind of guy on my team. I want the kind of guy on my team that isn't as flashy, maybe isn't as special, but does things the way I think they should be done. And I can't imagine a situation where someone, even with, you know, let's say generously two-thirds of the talent of Eric Carlson in that mm-hmm. in that style of, of defenseman could yeah. ever be traded by any team for any reason. That would be like once you've got a gem like that, you hang on to it. So I can't like I'm glad that we'll we'll never have to worry about that. I can't even imagine a scenario where where any team could do that. Uh, but that would be that would be insane. Yeah, imagine the depths of depravity that another franchise, not Ottawa of course, that another franchise would have to sink to in order to take their beautiful gem of a defenseman and throw him away 
for pennies on the dollar just because they needed someone with a haircut you could set your watch to. <laughs> I, Ima- I imagine how just utterly evil that franchise would have to be. I can't even imagine how you'd have to make decisions to come to that point. Like, I can't imagine how you'd have to value, I don't know whether it would be history or traditions or doing things the team way that would cause you to to make a decision like that. Like, I can never, as bad as the Senators have been over the last couple years on and off, I can't ever imagine a scenario where people would say, you know what we need to change about this? Eric Carlson. You know whose Mm -hmm. fault this is? Eric Carlson. You know who isn't doing things the right way? Eric Carlson. However bad the Senators have been at times, at least we've never said that. Yes, I think Eric Carlson is appreciated appropriately by both the fans of this team and also the front office management. And that really shows when you consider the fact that Eric Carlson has not been traded. Right. And I, I <laughs> again, I mean, it's crazy to even talk about, like, who would ever trade Eric Carlson or, or a player like Eric Carlson? It, the mind boggles and I can't imagine such a thing ever occurring. But if it did, if such a thing did occur, you'd have to say that the franchise that did that were or, you know, basically short-sighted nincompoops. I, I and, would agree with that, and I would expect that uh, they would suffer accordingly and, and, you know, wander the hockey wilderness for years and years and years and, and not under, even understand why. That's the sort of thing that would curse your franchise for centuries, I would hope. We've seen franchises be cursed with less, so yeah, I'd absolutely expect that. Um, something else that's happened since we last talked is the draft. Ah, yes, the draft. The Ottawa Senators were picking 12th overall, and they they used a third-round pick to move up a single spot to draft Logan Brown. And so in light of this year's first-round draft pick, Logan Brown, and last year's first-round draft pick, Colin White, Chet Sellers, how do you feel about the Ottawa Senators' draft strategy of selecting American players with colors for last names. <laughs> Brown and white. I feel like I'm in a game of Clue, uh, know, right? <laughs> to be honest with you. But uh, no, it, it looks like Logan Brown, I knew absolutely nothing about until basically the <laughs> five seconds before he was drafted. And now I'm very excited that our future first line center uh, is a guy who looks like he has more or less the same body as Conan O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> so he is a long human. He is a string So good luck to you, Logan Brown. Please hit the gym. But there's a name I want you to remember, and that is Brandon Gignac. Do you know who Brandon Gignac is? No. Tell me about Brandon Gignac. Brandon Gignac was the center from the Shawinigan Cataracts that was drafted in the 80th spot with the third round pick that Ottawa used to move up from 12th to 11th in an exchange with the Devils to draft the guy they apparently really wanted, which is Logan Brown. And I've seen a couple people say, oh, you know, that's a third round pick is a pretty high price to pay to move up one spot. And certainly in Ottawa, we're nothing if not always constantly gnashing our teeth about foregone opportunities. So keep an eye on Brandon Gignac, because if that guy turns into anything, you will hear, I can't (laughs) believe we gave up Brandon Gignac to move up one spot in the draft to get a guy who, you know, is 6'6", 125. We ran the numbers. He actually collapsed in Singapore and killed 200 people. Uh, (laughs) Eric Carlson skated by him and the wind blew him over. And even if Brandon Gignac turns into one of those, uh, you know, failed prospects, 
that ends up leaving the organization uh, and getting arrested at Disney World and referred to as a former senator's prospect. That's still, you know, in this click based <laughs> economy, that's still the kind of exposure you want. So I sure hope nothing happens to Brendan Gignac that causes us to say, oh, but that could have been ours. Brandon if, uh, Gignac. If uh, Donald Trump has taught us anything, it's that any press is good press. Right. But here's here's what's really interesting about this this trade for Logan Brown, right? Logan Brown was we that spot was acquired for a third round pick, which was obtained in the dun 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 Shane Prince trade. Right? Ooh, so in a way in you could say that Shane Prince was traded for the right to move up one spot and draft Logan Brown, which some people would say, oh, but we like Shane Prince. That seems like an even higher price to pay to move up one spot and draft Logan Brown. Mm -hmm. But never forget that Shane Prince was himself drafted in the second round with a pick that was acquired in the trade for Chris Kelly. And Chris Kelly is now back with the organization. So, in a way, Chris Kelly, for a second, used to draft Prince, traded for a third, used to move up a spot to take Logan Brown. Chris Kelly comes back. We've now made 100% profit on the original trade because we still have Chris Kelly and we've earned the right to move up an extra spot and draft Logan Brown. Shane Prince is just the red paper clip in the middle of that whole deal. Is this like a Roshamon podcast or something? What is even happening right now? <laughs> it, you're, we've, you're we've, like, got, it, we've got our original asset back, and we've got something in addition to it. How do you not say the senators have come out ahead on that deal? You're like in your office with a wall covered in newspaper clippings with yarn tacked into it trying to follow <laughs> the string. Holy I'm, smokes. You, it's it's like they say on The Wire, you got to follow the money, you know? <laughs> they say a few things on The Wire, and yeah. not many of them can make the podcast. <laughs> anyway, very excited about Logan Brown. So, like, Ottawa moves up, and they draft Logan Brown, and I get text messages from a bunch of people being like, oh, Logan Brown, what do you think? And I'm like, I hope he doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, have... He's an 18-year-old I just heard about that I don't have strong opinions on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what made me feel old and should make you feel old and should make everybody feel old? Is the Senator's second-round pick. Uh, it was Jonathan Dolan, right? Yes. Uh, son of former NHLer Oof Dolan. Uh, who I believe was connected to the Forlunda franchise in one form or another. Mm -hmm. And I remember Eric Carlson after that pick was like tweeted and was like, great pick. I remember this guy when he was a kid running around the locker room. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my God. So now Eric Carlson like remembers when guys we're drafting now were like eight. Uh, <laughs> we better start. We better get something going with Eric Carlson in a hurry here. Uh, this is starting to worry me a little bit now that he's like 26. Jonathan Dolan's a good pickup for the Senators because he fills the hole in the lineup, which is possibly good Swedish player that Ottawa fans get way too excited about. Right. So he's taking over for Tobias Lindbergh. Exactly. That Tobias Lindbergh spot opened up and Jonathan Dolan will fill it nicely. Well, that's exciting. Until, um, we, until we trade him to Miami for a second round pick. <laughs> I guess there's some other names that we drafted. Maxime Lajoie, Todd Burgess, Marcus Narmi. Good luck to them. 
I feel right, like you I, made some of those names up. I I might have, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not convinced Todd Burgess exists. This is how I felt uh, when we, uh, you know, free agency frenzy started, and the Senators took no time uh, <laughs> to sign a bunch of guys uh, for the AHL team, like Phil Verone and Mike Kostka and uh, some guy named Chad Naring, who yeah, I'd never Ch- heard Chad. of. And the I felt like I, Chad. <laughs> I felt well, so I felt like you could take that list. I could rattle off a bunch of names, and I could say, "Is this someone the Senators just signed for Binghamton, or a middle reliever for, say, the Cleveland Indians?" Yeah, and you wouldn't, and you wouldn't even score better than fifty percent if I yes. was like Chad Naring, reliever or forward, and you'd be like reliever, and then I'd be like Ricardo Montez. You'd be like, uh, I think he plays in Binghamton. The Ottawa Senators signed Jacoby Shaddix. <laughs> Is that a hockey player or one of the members of Papa Roach? Find out after the break. <laughs> uh, I actually think Mike Costco might have been in Papa Roach at one point. <laughs> He's he played a five-string fretless bass. <laughs> after last year's free agency, I wasn't expecting much out of Ottawa this year, so I just went to a baseball game and I did not miss a thing. Well, yeah, but uh, Pierre Dorian was definitely playing the long game on that one. He let some of the big names go off the market, and then boom, Chris Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody seems to have one bad thing to say about the Chris Kelly deal. Well, no one except Bruins fans. Right, but I was sort of (laughs) figuring, and I mean, it is low risk, and he's like a fourth liner, and he's coming off a broken leg, but he's not making a lot of money. But I was expecting at least one person to say, oh, here we go again. The Senator's just bringing back some guy who lives in town rather than going out and trying to find some new blood. I do feel like the fact that Chris Kelly still lives in Ottawa is part of the reason why they got him for under a million dollars. Because I think Chris Neal is still making like what one point eight or one point five this year. If if Chris Neal retires after this season and Chris Kelly somehow comes back, would that count as being the longest serving senator, or would so, that go to Eric Carlson? I was wondering that actually because I was I went back and I looked because I was like, does Chris Kelly actually have a, a claim to being the official senator emeritus? Uh, over Chris Neal. Chris Neal was actually drafted in 98, whereas Kelly was drafted in 99. So even if you ignore total games played, like Chris Neal was also here first. So what the Senators really need to do is bring back Marion Hosa. Because Hosa was drafted in 97. If they can even just get him on a one-year deal or, you know, trade for his contract and then let him retire and screw over uh, Chicago, that would be that would be fantastic. And then Marion Hosa would officially become the longest-serving Senator over Chris Neal. Um, Dave Cameron left. He I heard hired, that. He got hired by someone else in Calgary. He he and Alex Chason are, are both the newest members of the Calgary Flames. I think that's really nice because goodness knows Dave Cameron loves Alex Chason. <laughs> uh, so hopefully he'll continue to deploy him in big minutes where he does absolutely nothing uh, for the Calgary Flames a team that I uh, will probably not watch a minute of next year. Yes, it's a little sad it never worked out in Ottawa, but I wish nothing but the best for Dave Cameron because he seems like a cool guy. So, And he's got that weird accent. So <laughs> Enjoy him while you can, Calgary. And Patrick Weirkosh, unfortunately, is now uh, playing for one of the chillest, most patient coaches in the league in Colorado. 
what is going on in Colorado? Because it seems like they've made a couple of like analytics friendly moves, but they still have Patrick Waugh behind the bench. There's a battle for the soul <laughs> of the Colorado Avalanche happening right now. Uh, no, I, I do hope, given that he's in the other division, uh, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like seeing PK Subban move to the Western Conference. It's like I hope he does well. His success really has very little impact on my own team. So best of luck to you, and you know I will enjoy all the points you score completely guilt free uh now that you are uh you are out of the conference so exactly pa- patrick weirkosh for double digit points 2017 well we can always hope so i don't know about you chet but like personally i plan on spending you know a couple weeks at a cottage at some point well and um, i have to get back to training for rio yeah if ottawa does something worth talking about we will talk about it otherwise i don't know what do you think training camp at the latest <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back at some point this summer to talk about Mike Hoffman's new mega deal. But yeah, let's uh, let's all go enjoy our summer for a little while now that uh, we're through the uh, depths of the draft and the frenzy of free agency. It's time to uh, it's time to soak up some sun. All right, Chet and Luke, gone fishing. There you go. Hang out the sign. All right, peace be with you, everyone. We will talk to you soon. See you later. Who both still live with their moms Breaking the town's local hockey team down With some microphones on No other podcast was finer Or was more of a hit with the big rig diners We never thought they'd make it past episode 5 Whoa, somehow these dudes named Chet and Peristi are alive Whoa, whoa, whoa can I just take a time out here and say for a second that, you know, sometimes you need to trade a guy in order for him to have a fresh start somewhere else, and there's no hard feelings about it. Mm-hmm. I am so glad, finally, that even if it's not with the Senators, that Jared Cowan has finally become the immovable object that we all hoped that he could be one day. <laughs> <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.